Hello there, I'm Hinako and I'm 12 years old. I have a big sister and no pets. Well, not yet. I love drawing, reading and watching TV. If you're anything like me, I bet you love Christmas. It's just the best time of the year. The lights, the tree, the food, the fun with your family. But I have to be honest, there's one thing that every kid holds above all else. The presents! I'm not talking about the knitted jumper from your auntie. Thanks, auntie. It's so cosy. The new slippers from your sister. Uh, thank you. Or the donkey. I really think charity is important, but I really wish I'd gotten to keep the donkey I donated last Christmas. I'm talking about the things we put on our lists to Santa. You've all started thinking about the letter, right? Some kids go big and ask for just one thing. All I want is the pony. Some kids have lists as long as your arm. And others are a bit more realistic. Can I have world peace and an end to climate change, please? But no matter who you are, if you're in Ireland, there's one show you need to see to finalise the list. That's right, the Late Late Toy Show. Ever since your parents were little kids, even younger than you are now, there has been a toy show. Ask your grown-ups to finish this phrase. Roll it there. Well... Did they know the name to say after? I bet they did. The toy show is the best way in the world to see insane entertainment, spectacular performances, but most of all, it's a way to see what amazing new toys and things we might ask for on our Santa list. And guess what? For the first time ever, they're letting RTE Junior Radio behind the scenes of what goes on in the show. And I'm the kid who gets to do it. I don't know about you, but every year when I'm writing my list, I always add a book. The part of the toy show that really helps us all to know which book to ask for is the one that's really close to Ryan Tuberty's heart. I mean, I love books. Actually, we love books. RTE Junior Radio has our very own podcast called we love books. So I thought, why don't we do a... Ultimate Bomber Crossover Megasode! Hi, Hako! Hi, Neve. So exciting to be here. I'm so excited to be here too. This is a really special episode of We Love Books because it's not really an episode of We Love Books. It is a super magical mashup of Toy Show and the books all in one. Yay! How exciting is that? <laughs> so I know you're really excited about Christmas and you've got your list ready. Yes. And you're getting your list of books ready, crucially. But before we talk about the books that you would like to get, I'd love to know what kind of books did you absolutely love to read when you were younger? My dad always read books to me when I was younger, but... A book I remember, I mean, I, I love this book, was called The Three Robbers by Tommy Ungerer. And I remember he'd always change the names of the three robbers to my name, my sister's name and my cousin's name. That's great. Yeah. And we didn't, we couldn't read, so we didn't know that he changed them. Really? So. Oh, wow. So did you I'd... just think it was all about you? Yeah. <laughs> 
That's great. One of my favourites was a book called Me and You and the Two-Headed Roo. And it was a book with my name and my cousin's name in it. And uh, my dad had got it made and I didn't realise that he got it made specially for us. So I was like, wow, Neve and Alice, that's so amazing. <laughs> and she's got my coloured hair. So that was one of mine. That's so cool. Well, my book obviously doesn't have my name in it. But I also liked Superworm. Okay. One of my absolute favourites. And... It's by the creators of the Gruffalo as well. Ooh, lovely. And it's about a superworm who always saves his friends. That looks like it has lovely pictures. Yes, it has really nice illustrations and it's really fun to read as well. That's really cool. I am going to be obvious now and I know everyone says this, but I'm going to have to do the Roald Dahl shout out. My super favourite Roald Dahl, I think, was Matilda because I was a little girl and I loved reading and yeah. I always wanted to be able to move things with the power of my mind and I still <laughs> try to do it now. I still practice with glasses of water and newts and that kind of thing. So absolutely, I love all Roald Dahl, of course. Yeah. That was the first big book that my dad read to me when I was maybe in first class. That's a great one. Yeah. Did you like any other Roald Dahls? Ezio Trot was one of my favourites. I love Ezio Trot. It's so good. And it's not one that everybody reads, is it? No. Um, we read it in school together with our teacher and I loved it. That was a brilliant one. Yeah. I think it's high time we heard from some other kids. What are some of your favourite books? My favourite book is, well, it's not one book. It's a book series. My favourite books are the Malawi books. They're about unicorns who are in Pegasuses, who are in um, a school when they have to learn their magic powers. And then there's the main character who, who I used to think was called Chloe until after one year of reading the books, I realised she was called Cleo. My favourite book is Fantastic Mr Fox because it's fun and at the end they have a big party. My favourite book is... The Thing by David Williams. Last year, my brother, uh, he was just born, so he kept taking the books off me, and he kept like going like and, and opening them and trying to read them, but he couldn't read them. My favourite book is Judy Moody, and every book um, there's a thing that you have to sort out. Like once she forgot her project, and then she has a brother called Stink, which stinks. And then Sting has a pet um, stick, which is really stinky. I like about the little brother Stink. <laughs> the Amazing Inconvenient Adventures of Bronte Meadowstone or something like that. It's a lot of things. She goes on a lot of adventures around the world and meets friends. I love Tom Gates and I also love Harry Potter because I like how he, he goes out for stuff, like he goes out in the middle of the night to the forest. And sometimes, sometimes it can be really scary, so that's what I like. So let's take a look at some of the books that you might be asking for this year from Ooh. Santa, some of the new books that are out. Yes. So first of all, we're going to have a little look at some picture books. So Ooh. these might be for our younger listeners or for some brothers or sisters. The first one is by Chris Houghton and it's called Don't Worry, Little Crab. And it's really cute. It's got some absolutely gorgeous pictures. And it's um, it's about little crab and he's got all kinds of things to worry about when he's growing up to uh, to be a big crab. And the sea can be a really scary place. So Ooh. I will give that one over to you, Thank you to see what you think of that one. Oh, these pictures are so pretty. And it's quite simple as well. There's, it's not overcrowded, the page. Yeah. 
It's really nice, yeah. It's lovely. I actually really like that all the colours are kind of, they're really, it's like a really continuous sort of like an ocean yeah. theme. I think it's quite cool. It it's is, a bit different. It's really nice. Oh, can I see the next book, please? Here you go. Oh, thank you. I like to put food in my welly. Do you? And it's it's the title of the book. Oh, okay, okay. I was just <laughs> yeah. I was thinking that um yeah you, we might want to have a little chat about that later. <laughs> and it's by Jason Corsner, and it's illustrated by Max Lowe, and it's about food. Which I mean, who doesn't love food? And <laughs> wait a second, I thought we loved books. Do we love both. Okay, we fine. We, we can fine, love fine, both. Fine. It's, it's we can fine. Love both. And the pictures are very bright, and I like that. It's a. In rhyme. I love a bit of a rhyme, to be honest. I uh, really enjoy a little bit of poetry in my children's books. And there's some really lovely, colourful pictures there. This one is a really special one. This is a book called How Will Santa Find Us? It's by Shane O'Brien and Stephen Rogers. And it is a book that is for charity. So when you buy this book, you're actually donating to homeless children. It has illustrations by loads of different people. So a ton of different illustrators came together to put all the different pictures together. You can see they're all different styles of illustration in the book. So they all go together. But they're all slightly different. different. Yeah, so that's, that's quite a special so nice. one. And it's a nice thing to do because you're getting a beautiful book, but also you're helping out with a good Charity. cause. Oh, the illustrations are actually really nice. They're cool, aren't they? And they're all, oh yeah, they are different styles. I need to get this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is one that I'm going to be buying for people this Christmas. Yeah, for sure. Well, it wouldn't be a late, late toy show, book show, podcast, without hearing from the man in the Christmas jumper himself. Here he is, Ryan Tuberty, talking about books and stuff. Why do you think books are an important part of the toy show? Well, I think that books are an important part of the world. Um, And I always say about books is that, you know, children's minds, like adults' minds, are just, we're plants. Yeah, and we need to grow. We need to grow. And the water for our for our plants are books and they give us yeah. the words. And I have a little expression that I use when I go to a school to tell the children. I said, anyone like reading? About three hands goes up. Like, oh, <laughs> come on, you can do better than this. But I say that if you read the books, you get the words. And if you get the words, you get the brains. And if you get the brains, you get the jobs. And if you get the jobs, you get, get the, the money. money. If you get the money, you get the stuff. <laughs> And it's a direct link between books, books and, and stuff. stuff. You, have, you have this. Uh, so I hope people listening to your show, Hanako, will go away thinking, I want stuff. I won't get it if I don't read a book. And you don't yeah. have to read 10 books a week. Like, I'm not trying to preach and say, oh, if you don't read books, you're not, you're not great. You can read one book a month or... Yeah. But just have one beside your bed yeah. before you go to bed. It's a lovely thing to unwind. <laughs> you shouldn't have phones in your bedroom. Yeah. Like, it's just not healthy. And I'm not anti-phone, by the way. I, I, I get I have one and my yeah. girls have one. So it's not that. But it's just for your own uh, sake. Uh, and a story brings you places. You yeah. know, if you're reading Roald Dahl or, or David Williams, yeah. it's an adventure in your head. Yeah. So as you can gather, I'm quite passionate about yes. reading. Yes, I really like books as well. Good on you. I'm well, so thank happy you to hear so that. much Are we for done? talking. Yeah, I could talk to you all think... day. You're so good. <laughs> so we have picture books, but if you're just starting to read and you want to read (laughs) what kind of books would you suggest for Christmas here's one called Isadora Moon puts on a show and it's by Harriet Muncaster I don't know how you can go wrong with this but she's half vampire half fairy totally unique and there's glitter on the cover so just saying yeah you can't Uh, go wrong you can't go wrong with that one there's a vampire ball involved which again brilliant but she's got to compete in a talent show with other vampire children so this one looks quite cool 
and you've got some lovely illustrations on the inside. And they're all pretty and pink. They're all pretty and pink. It's my favourite combo, <laughs> scary and pretty, which I absolutely love. Oh. This next one is one that you will all have heard about. Diary of a Wimpy Kid Wrecking Ball. So it's the new Diary of a Wimpy Kid. And there's big changes in store for Greg, Halfley and his family. They're making home improvements. Very, very exciting. Have you read any of the Wimpy Kid books? I've read the first few, but I never really got Ooh. into them. Okay, cool. Fully, so I'm have a look at this one. Get see back what you think. Ooh, I love them because they have illustrations in between the words, so you're not reading too much. This next one here is by Alex T. Smith. We're all big fans of him here at We Love Books because he came in to do a lovely interview Ooh. and he drew us a picture as well and signed it and it was very nice and he was really lovely. This book is called Mr. Penguin and the Catastrophic Cruise yeah. but he's hoping for some relaxation, he's hoping for some fish finger sandwiches and board a luxury cruise ship and then suddenly these mysterious notes start coming. Is there a stowaway in need of his help? Who knows? Ooh. Have a look at Mr. Penguin. Alex is, is another nice. person who does all of his writing and all of his illustrations. illustrations. I was just about to say the illustrations are really good as well. He is also the writer and illustrator of Claude, the Claude series, which oh. you can also watch on RTE Junior. There you go. Over on your TVs. Well, we've looked a bit at younger readers, but do you have any books that are around 8 to 12, more my age maybe? Funny you should ask, Ooh. because in front of me I have several of those. Uh, this is by a lady called Anjali Rofe, who I met. Actually, she was our very, very first featured author on We Love Books, and she's written a book called The Boy at the Back of the Class. This was inspired by her own work in refugee camps at Calais and it is inspired by a little baby that she met and she was imagining what would happen to him if he made his way to England and started school and all the different feelings that he would experience and how he would interact with people. So this one has won a few prizes in its time and people seem to absolutely love it so I would recommend The Boy at the Back of the Class. I shall definitely read that. That looks really nice. He's nine years old. Is it important when you're reading a book that the character is someone that you can relate to? Well, I think so. They don't have to be exactly you, but, I mean, there has to be something that you have to connect to to get really into a book, I think. Do you have a favourite character? Mm. Out of all the books in the entire world. In the entire world. <gasps> Off the top of your head, boom. Oh, <laughs> that's so hard. Well, I mean, I really like Harry Potter. Yes, of course. But, yeah. <laughs> So that, that would probably be my favourite. That's a good favourite character. Mm -hmm. Crucially though, which house are you in? I think I'm in Ravenclaw. Yay, me too. <laughs> High five. High five. <laughs> I think I'm Ravenclaw with a touch of Slytherin. Just a little Ooh, touch. A touch of Slytherin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> another book here is called Lily at Lissadel. This is by Judy Curtin. And it's another one that's quite new. It is uh, a good one to get this Christmas because it's got a bit of Irish history in it. It's set back in 1913. And Lily is leaving primary school. She's going to work in Lissadell. It's a big house. Her employers are the Gore Booths. Fans of history might have heard of them. And then Maeve, the daughter of Constance Markovich, who, again, you might have heard of, comes to visit. And she decides to paint a portrait of Lily. And a friendship begins, which uh, has intriguing consequences. Judy Curtin's friendships are always really nice. So she, she does a lot about friendships. This looks really good. Well, we're not on our own in really wanting to get into a book. Ryan was just like us. Producers in RTE managed to find his first ever book review. 
Earlier on, of course, you were watching, you will know that I mentioned uh, that Christmas is only five weeks away. And over the last two weeks, three new books on you 2 have come onto the market, okay? Three brand new books. And to help uh, me and you wade through this you uh, 2 book extravaganza, I'm joined by Ryan Tuberty here in studio. Uh, Ryan, welcome. Who are these books for? Well, I've read the four books over the last week and I've come to the conclusion that there are now three distinct U2 fans. There's the Class A fan, this is the um, casual fan, likes a bit of music now and then and really isn't that interested in them. Then you've got the Nouveau fan, the post Joshua Tree will buy Rattle and Hum and would like a post or something but not terribly into them. And then you've got the obsessive fan who must have any buy anything. Anything. Okay, well let's take the first book called The Legend of U2 by Scratch and Kerr. Okay, this is a, a book full of cartoons, uh, only cartoons with which traces the U2 story from the very beginning. And you'd really want to be quite over the hill to enjoy the humour because it's not terribly funny for my sort of age group. On to Three Chords and the Truth, edited by Niall Stokes. A nice book, it's like a magazine, it's uh, 8.95, which is quite expensive. They treat you to like they should have a Bible, you know, hand bono that this is your life with the Bible job. And enjoyable, plenty of glossy pictures. Okay. And very Christmas market, forthcoming concerts job. Finally, uh, finally, finally, un finally. Unforgettable Fire, the story of you two by Eamon Dunphy. You can't go wrong with this. Um, he lived over the shoulders of the band for two years. He knows the whole story, it's first hand and it's the one I'd go for, it's the one you should get for your brother or whatever for, on Christmas morning. Are you saying that you would recommend this one over all of Of course, and it's nice and cheap and plenty of photographs that I haven't seen before, go okay. for it. Okay, thank you Ryan very much. Neve, I'm 12 and for the past few years I've loved books that are part of a series. It started with Harry Potter, because, of course, you know, of course. obviously. <laughs> you read the first book and then you just have to read the next. A one-off is great, but I'm always on the lookout for the next writer who is going to get me hooked. So if you're someone like me who has read Harry Potter and doesn't know what to read next, what, what do you think I should get? Well, The Uncommoners by Jennifer Bell is a trilogy that will push all the right buttons for Harry Potter fans like us. Magic? Check. Secret society that's invisible to everybody else? Check. But it's also a lot more than that. The lead characters, Ivy and Seb, are a hoot and you'll want to join them for the whole adventure. It's like a race across the three books. The first one in the series is called The Crooked Sixpence. Over to another trilogy. This one is by Eora Murray. She's a writer from Cork and the series is called The Nine Lives Trilogy. The first part is The Book of Learning. Set in Ireland, that's where we are. It tells the story of Ebony Smart, who is forced to move to Dublin after her granddad dies. And as is usual in the books we love, all is not as it seems. And it goes in a storm with anyone from 8 to 12. Both have been out for a while, so you can hoover them up all in one go, just like most of us did with Harry Potter. That sounds really good. And I really like magical kind of stories. Love a bit of magic. Yeah, Can't get enough so magic of an afternoon. That sounds good. Okay, we have a little bit of non-fiction here for people who want something uh, maybe based on real life or something a little bit different to think about. This book is called Be Your Best Self and it is about being your best self. It's Life Skills for Unstoppable Kids. It's by Danielle Brown and Nathan Kai. Would you say you're an unstoppable kid? I'd like to think of myself like that, but... I would know. say you are pretty unstoppable as it is, but I don't really want you to read this book because if you read it, you will be truly unstoppable and we won't be able to stop you doing anything. You're just going to go wild. It's all about goal setting. It's about self-esteem. It's a little bit, I guess you might call it the kind of 
self-help category. It's got things in here like learning to fail well. So this is one that's a little bit more about life and life skills. Life skills. That's something you might need as a skill in life. In life. That is a really good point. <laughs> What's your best life skill that you have? Making toast. That is such an important life skill. I know. I need to know a few things. Do you like it kind of crisp and golden or golden to brown? How do you like it? Golden to brown. Good answer. What do you put on your toast? Butter. How much? Quite a lot, actually. The right answer. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like it spread evenly or do you leave it in little lumps? I spread mine out evenly and sometimes... Brilliant. Good. Thank God. I thought we were going to have to stop this. I make a smiley face. That's brilliant. It's a big buttery smiley face. What goes on top of the butter, if anything? Honey. Good. Honey. We can be friends. We can be friends. Thank God. I was really worried there for a little while. Well, the next book is called Shooting for the Stars, My Journey to Become Ireland's First Astronaut. And that is by Nora Patton, who has dreamed all her life of being an astronaut. And it is illustrated by Jennifer Farley. Can I read the blurb at the back? I'd love if you did. Oh, hi, I'm Nora. And since I was 11 years old, I've been obsessed with space and exploration and rockets. I want to go to space and I'm doing everything I can to make it happen. Come with me on a journey to the stars. Do you have any desire to go to space? I don't really. I like the ground. (laughs) But um, my sister really wants to be an astronaut. Really? Yeah, my uncle as a rocket scientist as well so wow so do you ever say things like oh it's not rocket science oh wait it is (laughs) sometimes we make jokes like that (laughs) important question do you think you can get toast in space i hope so because maybe if there is i might consider going this is it no toast and i'm I'm not not on board i'm not going yeah (laughs) I picked out this book because I know one thing about children for definite, and that is that they are absolutely disgusting. <laughs> they're rancid, they're horrible, they're nasty, they're slimy, and they're, they're drooly. Uh, so this is called The Horrible Craft Book, 30 Macabre Makes to Freak Out Your Family and Frighten Your Friends. And I'm going to just give this to you and let you comment on the cover because it's rather special. I'm at a loss for words, I guess. <laughs> it's, 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 um, it, it, it's quite gruesome, I guess. Brains, fingers, spiders, poo, There snot. is a big pile of poo, isn't there? Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> this one's maybe not for you. Maybe not for me, but I mean, <laughs> ugh, I'm not really into disgusting things. <laughs> How's your family about disgusting things? My dad is, he kind of lets me off sometimes, but okay. my mum hates disgusting things. And we have a... Um, an Alexa or something yep. that we ask to fart and then she farts for us so <laughs> that's that's quite funny I mean I've used it to listen to music and stuff I've never used it to make fart noises <laughs> but I must try Alexa fart please <laughs> parents everywhere are upset right now <laughs> Well, if you've ever listened to We Love Books, you'll know that we finish every episode with a story written and read for us by one of our very own listeners. Today, 11-year-old William tells us about a very special visitor who dropped by one Christmas Eve. The Night I Saved Santa by William Harrington Lachlan. 
The night I saved Santa was a cold and damp night. It all started at 11 o'clock on Christmas Eve. Me and my dog were fast asleep and dreaming in our cosy bed. We were woken by a very loud noise that sounded like a crash. I put on my slippers and with my dog, crept silently out of my room, down the stairs, through the corridor and finally reached the door. I lightly pushed open the door and went outside with my dog. The only problem now was that I did not know where the crash had come from, but luckily my dog did and signalled for me to follow him. So I did. Milo, my dog, had brought me to an odd red and golden thing with a brown sack line on it smashed in the ground. It took about five seconds for me to realise what it was. It was Santa's sleigh. Suddenly, I heard a voice saying, ho, ho, ho. I turned around and saw Santa Claus. I was so amazed that I had actually found Santa Claus. He told me that if I fixed his sleigh, he would grant me one wish. I said yes, because Lego could not have been that different to real life, and I had fixed a lot of Lego. After I'd fixed him, I told him that my wish was to go on his sleigh and give presents to everyone. He very kindly said yes, because I had fixed his sleigh. I also asked if Milo could come as well, which he also said yes to. As we got into the sleigh, I noticed that the back was very small considering there were billions of children left. But then I remembered that Santa has magic, and the bar probably has no bottom. As we took off, I saw the reindeer. I saw Rudolph, and her nose was beaming bright red. As we were in the air, time stopped for everything but us which must have been how Santa got around the world in one night. As we went around the world, me and Milo went into people's houses and placed the presents there. I also saw all sorts of wonders, like the Eiffel Tower, the Statue of Liberty, the Great Wall of China, the Leaning Tower of Pisa, and the Golden Gate Bridge. After we had finished, Santa gave me one more wish before Christmas Day, and I wished for snow. Then I woke up. I gave Milo a little rub and thought about the strange dream I had just had. Then I remembered it was Christmas. I rushed to the window, I opened the curtains, and I saw white, gleaming snow. Maybe it wasn't a dream after all. The end. Neve, thanks so much for doing the first toy show podcast ever with me. But remember, We Love Books isn't just for Christmas. It's for life. When can kids listen to We Love Books on RTE Junior Radio? RTE Junior Radio, Monday nights, 7pm. And in the new year, you'll be able to download it as a podcast so you can take it everywhere. You can listen to it in the car, you can listen to it on the way to school, and you can find out all about the new books that are coming out. I'll put that in my calendar. Well, that's all we have for episode one. Join me next time when we dress up, meet the toy show team, and actually get to enter the toy cabin. Set your faces to stunned. Bye, guys!